We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 714, Tommy Tucker, WWL. The fog restrictions have been lifted on the causeway, but I would just warn you that the fog's been coming and going, so let's hope that it's gone for good. Highs of 78 today. Uh, 78 tomorrow, 20% chance for showers, increasing chance for rain on Sunday, but not a washout. You might have to dodge one here or there if you're playing golf, as am I. 40% chance, highs of 76. Then warm into early next week, highs of 76. 80 on, on Monday, 80 on Tuesday, 76 on Wednesday, but that's when it turns stormy, leading to a cold front with highs of only 59 on Thursday. Stephen, before we get to the constitutional amendments, I'm having a hard time accepting the fact that it's Christmas, and I think it's because I spend most of the time in shorts. Are you having any trouble with that or not? No, absolutely. I was thinking that this morning. It's it's a bit warm, isn't it? Yeah, it's angry warm. For people that do stuff outside, I think it's angry warm. That's all August you look forward to this break, and apparently we're, we're going to get it, but maybe next week. Let's talk about the PAR Guide to the 2022 Constitutional Amendments and the election that's happening tomorrow, right? That's right. Yeah, on the tenth. So yeah, then this is a constitutional amendments uh, part two because we already had eight of them that we had to deal with in November. So this is the remaining three that are still left for people to vote on. I have gotten texts already from people saying it's a waste of money, waste of time. Why didn't they put this on the first uh, ballot? So the reasoning offered by the Secretary of State was we already had a crowded ballot uh, for November. We had you know a full uh, list of elections, and then you also had eight constitutional amendments. And the thought was, if you put too many constitutional amendments on one, people just get tired and frustrated. And so he was afraid that people would vote for all of them. And this is an easier way for uh, voters to digest what they have to do on a ballot. Good call, you think? Yeah, I do see some of the point of what he's trying to do. I mean, I think probably the cure, I mean, this is a fine cure, but I think the way is probably to have fewer constitutional amendments and have a more reformed modern constitution. Uh, but lacking that, <laughs> this is probably a good second call. But he shouldn't print the ballot based on whether or not he wants a constitutional amendment to pass, right? Well, to be really clear, he doesn't print it that not way. Not print it, but you know uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Who, did, yeah, well, who determined? So who determined that they were going to split them up? The legislature did. It's the legislature okay. makes that call when they when they when they pass the constitutional amendments. They say when they vote on. By the way, we have at least one constitutional amendment already on next year's ballot. <laughs> uh, so well, so you already have that to look forward to. Well, if the legislature's involved, I can assure you there's some shenanigans involved behind what amendments were put on the ballot when, just my opinion. Let's talk about Amendment 1, which would prohibit voting for people who aren't U.S. citizens. This seems like, yeah, that makes sense. 
Well, and, and so to be really clear, right now it is prohibited for non-U.S. citizens to vote in Louisiana, even for municipal elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is already currently the law. But what this would do is put it in the state's constitution that you cannot vote and you cannot register to vote uh, unless you are a U.S. citizen. So that is really the big difference. It won't make a uh, impact on, on, on any day-to-day or election-to-election um, you know, changes or procedures. However, the, the idea behind this is preventative. Uh, so that if at some point, if a future legislature wanted to come in and allow, for example, um, municipal elections to have non-citizens uh, vote, you can never do it for federal elections because the federal constitution would prevent it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you wanted, and that's something you see uh, in a couple of different places where in you know local elections, non-citizens can vote for like their mayor or you know council, something like that. But this would prevent that. Do you guys take positions on this? I'm trying to remember. No, we're, we're the group that doesn't take position. Okay. So you can decide whether or not you want to keep the current language governing voting rights, which requires a person to be a Louisiana citizen to register to vote or cast ballots in elections, or if you vote for it, it constitutionalizes the fact that people who aren't United States citizens uh, can't register to vote or cast ballots in Louisiana elections. Did I say that right? That's exactly right. Yeah, that's, I mean, this one's fairly straightforward. Uh, it just adds language is already in statute, but it adds it to the Constitution on uh, requiring uh, U.S. citizenship. Amendment number two, Senate confirmation of civil service commission members requires, what does this amendment do? Okay, so, and this is kind of a, a nice thing is that we have three amendments, but there's really only two because number two and number three are very similar. Okay. Uh, there are two bodies in the state, the state civil service commission and the number three deals with the state police commission. They are... Uh, the bodies that oversee the human resources and personnel rules. The State Civil Service Commission deals with um, you know, classified civil service. So these are your state workers um, that are, have you know, restrictions on what they can do politically, mm-hmm. but then they have certain protections uh, from their jobs so that you, know, you have to hire people in a merit system. So this is a very important board. And six of the seven members are appointed by the governor, but there's a very particular process that he has to follow. There are six uh, independent colleges, so Centenary, Dillard, Louisiana Christian University, Loyola, Tulane, and Xavier. And each of the presidents of those colleges submits three names. And then the governor has to pick from one of those three names for each of the six seats. Mm -hmm. And so that's the particular process that was set up in the Constitution to try and put a little bit of uh, distance from politics. Mm -hmm. So this wasn't just, you know, governor's allies, that type of thing. Um, So that's the process that exists now. However, currently, those uh, nominations don't have to have Senate confirmation, and most um, appointments do. You have to have Senate confirmation as a check on sort of the governor's power. These weren't set up that way because there's this other process with the college presidents. Um, so, but there are other boards, for example, the ethics board, uh, that has both. It's the same process, but there's also a Senate confirmation involved. So this is an attempt to add another check to the governor's powers on what he can put on uh, a very important board. Uh, on the other side is that you might be interjecting more politics. That was my question. You can answer that when we come back, Stephen, because it seems okay. like it's making the process, which is supposed to be apolitical, even more political. But you can answer when we come back. We'll also talk about Amendment Number 3. That's on the ballot for tomorrow, some local races as well. If you have 
any questions, you can text them to the Oakland Art Jeweler line. Talk and text line, it's wide open at 504-260-1870. And thanks to everybody that donated to the Light Up the Season Radiothon for Children's Hospital yesterday. A big donation from Ernie Burns, $10,000. But whoever donated $15, yours is important as well. So we appreciate it. If you can donate $15 a month, that's only 50 cents a day. Please text CHNOLA, C-H-N-O-L-A, to 51555. Do it right now if you can, safely. 721 and a half, that's time for traffic on WWL. 727, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Stephen Procopio with, well, not with, the president of the Public Affairs Research Council. It's called PAR. They had to take the C off because of a crudity that a politician added to that. That's a true story, is it not? That's absolutely right. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about the amendments now. It seems as though when you're talking about civil service and now having to go through Senate approval on the Civil Service Commission, you're adding a level of politics to this that the original law tried to keep out. What are your thoughts on that, Stephen? Right. Well, it, it comes down to – remember, we don't want to take positions, but no, essentially right. it comes are – you, are you more concerned about the, you know, the governor's uh, chicanery – uh, versus, you know, sh- Senate shenanigans. Um, <laughs> it, it, that, that's it really did what you it comes make down. that up? I'm, I did. You should put a mark on that. That that should be a T-shirt. <laughs> Government, no, governor's chicanery or Senate or uh, congressional shenanigans. I love that. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're concerned that the governor is just making picks, even with the independent colleges submissions that are not the best interest uh, or have flaws with them, then you're going to support the amendment. Uh, it's because you want checks and balances. Uh, if you're concerned, you think the process is working fine, and the Senate is going to be the one that interjects politics and, and disrupt the uh, process, then you'd probably be against the amendment. I would think it would be hard for, even with the situation as it is now, to believe that there is no conversation between university presidents and governors about appointees. Or, I mean, is, that, is the law preclude any of that? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I don't know that that happens, and I don't know that it doesn't happen. Uh, so I really couldn't speak to it. You, you, you have to be given everybody the benefit of the doubt to presume that it doesn't, right? Yeah, you would. I mean, but on the other hand, these are college presidents, and and they're going to be looking for people. So even if the governor hasn't had direct uh, impact, I mean, people are looking for me- potential members of the civil service or the state police commission that are interested. Uh, and, and how they get those names, I'm, I don't really know. So Amendment 3 is the same thing except for the State Police Commission as opposed to the State Civil Service Commission. That's exactly right. The State Police Commission oversees the state police. It's a, they're a different enough body uh, that the, the, um, the voters of the state set up a different system for them because they have different HR policies, and it's a very different type of thing than just a regular state worker. Governor's chicanery or congressional shenanigans, you, my friend, have just coined a phrase. Thank you, Stephen. Oh, no problem. Always, always enjoy it. Have a good day. Stephen Procopio, President of Public Affairs Research Council, some local races on the ballot as well. So please get out and vote. When we come back, we'll help you manage your money with Mark Rosa. We'll talk about renting as opposed to buying. He's the President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Right now, it's time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.